Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. Welcome, everybody. Uh, unbelievably, episode number 25. That's six months straight. I can't believe how fast time flies. That's but right. Anyway, the next, uh, our next rotation here is the Christmas meet, which is December 15th, and a potluck party to go with it, Christmas party. And then the women's meet, which is March 10th, which I'm told is filling up fast. Yeah, 14 so, out of 22 spots. 14 out of 22 spots, ladies. So Sign it's online, right. or give us a call, or a text, or an email. That's right. If you want to get in. And you can register right online. You too. can do it online. So it's there. And for those considering the Christmas meet, um, no fee, no singlet, no APF card. Just show up, have a good time. The rules are more like guidelines and get a taste of powerlifting. All right, so we have a special guest for our six months. We have a guest. And who is it, Matt? It is uh, Shannon Bryant. Oh, Brian, wow. right? Yeah, yes, okay. that's correct. Shannon what? Brian. Brian. Yes. To put a T on the end of that. Brian. Right. Okay. So, uh, Shannon, you own or you started fitmain.com. So, basically, what that is, is it's a fitness blog and it's really like a resource site for what I found looking through it. You've got uh, links to or dates for upcoming events in Maine, whether it be a 5K, turkey trot type of a thing, rock climbing. I mean, you've kind of done everything, right? Is that that's kind of the intent of what fitmain was? That Absolutely. I mean, when I, when I started going out and doing fun active stuff with friends, I do what most of us do, right? Like you go for a cool hike or you try paddleboard yoga for the first time or whatever and you take a picture and you post it on your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever and and I would have friends say like, oh, that looks like fun. Like, I wish I knew about it or I wish I knew that event was happening or how did you get there? Um, how much is it? Was it, you know, what did you think of it? And I realized that like there's no, there was no place that like rounded up. If you're an active person, you know, but you're just kind of generally active as a lifestyle, you know, which mm -hmm. so many of us here in Maine are, right? right? We have access to such great stuff. We have like really great gyms and cool fitness classes, but then also we have the outdoors and I think paddling it's a great and idea. Yeah. And so being able to kind of round that up. So I, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not a yoga instructor. Um, I'm not a main guide. I don't lead any of these things, but so many other people are creating these cool events or doing these guided hikes or doing these classes and whatever. And so this is sort of a hub where people who are want to be active or want to try something new can find out about it. Yeah. That's an excellent idea. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so the website is really well done. When I, I you know, found, I just typed in Fitmain when I was getting ready for this uh, interview. No idea what to expect. I didn't know if it was beyond the Instagram, uh, but the website is really well done. Uh, nice. Links to your links to your Instagram and your Facebook. Um, you got quite the following, over three thousand likes on Facebook. Good for you. Uh, a over a thousand uh, followers on Instagram. Three thousand two now. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah rack them up. Um, and today you did your very first taste of a powerlifting workout. Yes. So what'd you think about that? Um, that was really cool. First of all, I mean, it was really neat to, to come into this gym, you know, whatever, I follow you guys on Instagram as well. So um, it was neat to, neat to actually see the space and stuff, but also just learning more about it. You know, when, when we first chatted about my coming in, I was like, powerlifting, I know what that is. Wait, but do I? I, I, 
obviously the phrase powerlifting has like uh, implications that you sort of assume like it's people, probably lots of guys who are really big lifting <laughs> really heavy things and making grunting noises and stuff, whatever. And I'm sure that that is it's pretty accurate, very true. Also, um, but it was cool to see some women. Except here. we have a ton of women now. Yeah, yeah, it was great to see um, some women who I met when I first walked in, and everyone was super friendly and stuff. Um, but also just learning more about just. You know what was behind it. We were kind of talking before uh, you started recording about um, just kind of the intent behind it versus going to a gym that everyone's focused on bodybuilding or weight loss or muscle gain in that rather than the the weight itself and stuff. Right. So like that entire concept, it didn't really, I didn't really know about it. So it was cool to learn a little bit more. Yeah. Try some of those machines that I wouldn't have known what to do with them <laughs> the if I was here by myself. Monolift, yeah, well, yeah. monolift, uh, reverse hyper, and the glue hand. Oh, nice. Yeah. So but I figured those are the ones you're not going to see many other places, especially in southern. Those are the only ones you need. Yeah. It was the glute hang. Is that what it's called? Uh, so the reverse hyper was the one where your belly was up and you were swinging back. Okay. And the, they call it the GHR, so the glute ham raise glute hamstring raise was the second machine, the white machine by the door. Okay. One you raise your torso, one you raise your trunk. And which one do you, you raise the? What was the last one I did the by the door? The uh, GHR. The okay, GHR. Yeah, that one. I would not have known what to do with that machine, but um, that was cool. It was it was really neat to to try things that I hadn't done before and to learn a little bit about some of the equipment too. Yeah, and so we had you. So I, uh, you train at the Iron Will. Correct. So I was able to get your numbers. I was able to figure out kind of how much you lift before you got here. Um, so I knew that I was like, okay, she squats in the hundred pound range for a few reps. And my intent was let's do safety squat box, uh, safety squat bar, box squat doubles. Um, and you worked up to 125 pounds, um, which was more than you had lifted at the Iron Will. Right. Uh, with obviously, totally different intent lifting at the Iron Will versus lifting here. We love you, Scott. We're not, we're not dissing you. Different, uh, different strokes, different, I mean, a different goal, really. Um, but I could, you were moving that weight really well. And I'd, like, I'd be willing to bet that with some... She's a 200 pound, easy. Oh yeah. I'm coming back, you're gonna see me at competition. That would be great. But I think that one of the things that was cool about that experience with you earlier today was, you know, mostly, I, I think a lot of us, when you're doing reps or something, you kind of have in your mind, right? Like, oh, I have to do 12 of these. Or, 10 or eight or whatever, whatever you're going for. And so I, I know that I've had this thought where you're like, save some of it, right? Cause you've got to make it last and you hold back a little bit where I really like the notion of, of, you know, not, not needing to save up or, or hold back to like make it last or make your, your strength last of just kind of going for it. And mm -hmm. that's something that, you know, iron will, um, the focus is like you said, it's, it's different. Um, so our, our goal is a little bit different. So there's not a mu as much of a, you know, attempt to like, really push yourself and challenge yourself with like the heavy weight, mm -hmm. but that felt really good to do today. And you made it look easy. Oh yeah. So you did sets of two? Yeah. Yep. How many? Uh, we did probably total like eight sets, including cool. warm up. Uh, we only did three working sets yeah, because it was yeah. short on time. Good. Um, and I know that the double, Smart you, idea. you stick with the doubles, stick on, with the the doubles on squat. So just for your knowledge, like what would be an example of a squat workout? What did you, you guys squatted yesterday, right? Uh, no, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So what are you going to do tomorrow? Doubles. Do we, how yeah. many How many sets? If we go heavy, it'll just be three. But if for like a workout for you tonight, you stopped at three because of time. Yeah, I know. But we're pushing the weight a little too. Okay. So the only the choice would be that or volume. So we might have had you do 10 sets of two with a lesser weight. Why? Because that teaches you how to squat. Yeah. Five reps don't teach you how to squat. Yeah. Five reps teach you how to get out of position. 
Well, especially today. I mean, it's good that you said that too, because that is one thing that, that we've done as well. Since I don't do as much squatting um, at the other gym, like my form definitely needs some tweaking, and I'm still learning that because I'm I'm new to weights. You learn that on two reps because of the yeah. because of the rhythm. It's that first rep that really teaches you how to to do the the movement correctly, and that's ultimately you know in a powerlifting competition, that's all you're working for is a single one rep. So that's why it's important to do lots of sets of a few reps. If you said I need sets of 10, I'd say, well, okay, we're going to do eight eight doubles to that'll give you 16 reps. And a double's not what you do in competition. You just, you just do down one. and up one. Just, just a single then one. For when you're training, the double is Correct. Good. And if we give you enough volume, believe me, you'll have a good workout. Yeah, so you do doubles, triples, singles is kind of the typical powerlifting. On the bench, we, do, uh, we stick with threes for speedy stuff. Yep. And then anywhere between one and three. For heavier stuff, but deadlifts almost always ones. Yeah, yeah. You almost, I don't. You well, always we'll, do. But we we'll do fifteen right? sets of them, just one at a time. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing too about um, powerlifting gyms. But I think a lot of weightlifting gyms are, are like this that I, I never realized why. Like there, there's always seem to be like lots of milling about. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like when you watch you pass a construction zone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like there's one person doing a thing, and everybody else is just kind of like standing around. Um, but then realizing that like you're exerting so much on your muscles, right? Like you. You need a break, and so you kind of walk around, you mill out, whatever. You hang out, and you, you need a like your muscle recovery. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's that another well. another thing that's you know, once you get into the heavier weights, you got to have you know one person to do the throw on the monolift. You got three people spotting or more, depending on the weight. We were uh, Ryan Montague was doing some heavy squats today, and we had four people spotting him. This is you know when you're dealing with near 500 pounds, something goes wrong, one person can't wow. yeah, save yeah. that, you know. Um, so. Um, Lauren mentioned, uh, my girlfriend who kind of set this up, that um, FitMaine has kind of become like a resource for women's strength in Maine. Was that the original the original intent? No, not at all. And I, what's really been interesting about, so I started FitMaine about, about two and a half years ago. Okay. And so when I first started, it was very much about the things that I was already doing. Sure. You know, like I like to ride my bike and I like to paddleboard and I like to hike and swim. So it was mostly about that kind of stuff, and yoga, of course. Um, so it was mostly about that kind of stuff, like, oh, so here's me doing the things I'm already doing. And then it was an opportunity to, because I was doing FitMain, I was like, well, cool, it's a good excuse to go try new stuff, which I'm kind of an adventurous in that way anyway. Mm-hmm. But it gave me more of an excuse to like start seeking out things. Um, but most of them were very much, you know, I, I talked to Lauren about this before, we were talking about the other day, about how I feel like women have been sold this notion that that cardio, 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 cardio. It's aerobics, it's jazzercise, it's step, it's um, Zumba, Zumba, right? And and those things are great. Um, you know, my mom especially, she's somebody who had been inactive for, for many, many years, and that was a way for her, she likes to dance, to get her body moving again. So like, those things are fantastic in their own way. But when I talk to most of the women who I know who are getting active or exercising or have a fitness program, most of them are doing it for the same reasons, right? They want to, you know, decrease fat and, you know, gain muscle. They want to see pound loss or whatever, which whether or not that's the appropriate, you know, way to measure your progress is, I guess, a story for another day. But, but right, they're wanting to see changes in their physique and you can do cardio, cardio, cardio. I'm certainly guilty of this for decades and never see any change. So I was doing all these, you know, fitness classes and taking all stuff, which a lot of them are a ton of fun. They're great. You can go with your friends and have a good time and stuff. But then I actually had a friend from high school who moved out to Utah and 
she's a mom with kids and stuff or whatever and didn't know anyone there so she just started going to a gym and lifting mm -hmm. and I watched her body change over the course of a year and she would post these pictures like holy crud look at this and holy crud look at this muscle and, <laughs> and I'm following her on Instagram like that's amazing and so I was like well maybe I should try that like had never done much lifting at all before um, and a friend of mine had been going to Iron Will and so that's how I got connected there because not knowing where else to go I mm -hmm. just nope, somebody I knew knew this place so um, and now I'm really into it for a couple of reasons. One, you know, 75% of the FitMain audience is female. That was not by design either. It just sort of happened that way. Um, maybe because I'm a woman and I'm writing about a lot of the stuff that I'm doing and there's a lot of other women in these classes means that, you know, I kind of drew that audience. Um, so I see it as an opportunity to say like, oh, I'm kind of, my, my brain is sort of changing perspective on how I view you know, how I'm working out, how I'm exercising my body and challenging myself, depending on, you know, the goals that I have. Um, for transitioning from, I've got to be on a treadmill for an hour running and I hate it and it's horrible. And by the way, I've been doing it for a year and I see nothing. Right. I experience no physical changes whatsoever. Not to say that cardio isn't great for your lungs and heart and there's lots of reasons to, to do those things um, as well. But if your goal is physique change, to see your body change, to get stronger, um, to grow muscle, then those things aren't going to redo it. And I don't think that even occurred to me, I'm 39, I don't think that occurred to me until a year ago. And I'm an intelligent person, I've been doing lots of fitness stuff for a long time, and I just never heard of that. And so now that I am more aware, I think I'm very much like, hey everybody, like come check this out. Yeah, like you Especially have, women. You want to tell people what you just realized, basically, so that they realized it before 39 yeah um, I think that that's really that is incredible what was the original intent behind FitMain like when you started FitMain I want to start a website that shows off uh, or you know what, what was the what was the actual original intent I guess honestly I don't think I had a real aim for it it was just I was working um, as a features writer at the Press Herald at the time and this was stuff that me and my friends were going out and doing on weekends already anyway so mm -hmm. I have experience managing a website and creating online content and taking pictures and writing stories so that's kind of my my work you know and, yeah. and something that just comes very naturally and I enjoy it so I was like oh here I'm just gonna start a thing where I can put all this stuff that I'm doing on my evenings and weekends with my friends just to have it more for myself and for other people and I had, you know, friends obviously were following it and like, oh, I saw your posts and stuff. Um, and then I saw that, you know, I created a Facebook page and then I saw like people I didn't know start were following it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like this could actually be something. Um, and now my goal is, so that was, like I said, about two and a half years ago. And after about six months in, maybe I think is when it really occurred to me that, that nothing like that existed in terms of like a resource to like find out about stuff. And it's not just finding out about it. My aim, you know, a lot of the content there is first person. It's me going out, you know, like we did tonight, like mm -hmm. me trying something um, and my experience, you know, and hopefully written with some humor and hopefully people enjoy reading it. But but it's also to point out, like, this is what it looks like. So if you're a woman and you want to go into a powerlifting gym, like, here's what it looks like. And here's the experience. And here's how, here's what people wear. That's like a big question people really? ask all the time. Yeah, like, I the questions I get are often like, you know, like, well, I don't think I could do it because of this or whatever. But also, like, what do people wear? Like, that that's a barrier to people. Like, there's so many barriers, right, to get people to actually try things. Yeah, I guess if you, you could get, uh, what is it, paralysis by analysis? Right. 
and, and everyone suffers from that, whether it's, you know, walking to a new gym or, you know, walking to a movie theater by yourself or going on a first date or whatever. We all have those moments where we talk ourselves out of things. And we're oh, like, yeah. oh, it's going to be scary. I'm going to look stupid. I know, won't know what to do. Everyone's going to laugh at me. And those things are never true, right? No. Everyone is so focused on their own game or, and what they're doing. Like, nobody, it, it, if anything, I have found that, that, Places are so, so, so welcoming and so excited to have you there. And when you walk in, if people recognize your new face, like 10 times out of 10, somebody's going to be like, hey, you're new here. Right. Come over here. They can recognize the newness. Totally. Just like how you're nervous that people can do that, it's actually to your advantage. Exactly. Oh, totally. And you can walk in. I do that all the time where I just walk in and I'm like, I'm new here. Like, what do I do? And um, it always works. So part of it is a resource just so people can know about stuff. But the other part is, is to try and be that kind of encouraging, you know, friend who says... Hey, went and did this thing, and I, I'm not great at a lot of things. Like when I go and do, I'm a terrible runner, um, and, and I, I can't even do a pull up yet. It's a goal for 2018, but I've learned that you can still go, and even if you can't keep up with the dance class, or you can't, um, you know, lift as heavy as the person next to you, whatever. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. Just like go. You will be welcomed. You will go, and I mean, you'll find what what suits you. So hopefully, people reading Fit Maine will see something that speaks to them and hear my description of it and be like, oh, okay, like, actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'd like to go try it out. And is a part of it also, because I noticed on, like, the, the tabs on the top of your website, it wasn't lift with me, but it was, like, train with me or something. Do you actually, like, try to encourage people to, like, hey, guys, I'm going to this 5K or this powerlifting meet. Meet up with me and let's do it together. Is that, is that a part of it or...? Kind of. So it, it was sort of a, I mean, I've got like the work with me thing for like businesses to like collaborate on oh, like, sure. sponsorships okay. and that kind of stuff. Um, but, but I also have a Facebook um, uh, group. It's called the Fitmain community page. And I started it with exactly that intent. I was like, I'm always going out and, and I would post something and, you know, friends would be like, oh, or people on the Fitmain page would, would say like, oh, I wish you were, I knew you were going to that or whatever. So I was like, well, I can solve that problem by creating this page. And then when I'm planning to go to something, I could post it there and be like, I am going to take this class or do this hike or whatever. Um, does anyone want to come? And I, and right now there's like 300 people in the group, but I have to say, <laughs> Right now I'm struggling a little bit with engagement because I'll post and I'll be like, hey, this is happening. I'm signed up for the 2 p.m. class or whatever. Does, who wants to come? And like five people will like it. One person will comment, sounds cool. And then nobody will meet me there. Uh. <laughs> so that that's an element that I would definitely like to grow uh, with Fitmain, creating kind of, you know, like a like a social club, something, yeah. but, but where we go out and do active things. And I certainly have, you know, friends who I will reach out to one-on-one -on -one and be like, oh, I know you love paddleboarding. Let's go mm -hmm. to this thing. Or I know you've always wanted to try yoga. Let's go together. Um, so I, I'm trying to figure out. So definitely if, if you're interested in, in joining in, like the Fit Community, community page is an option. And hopefully I can figure out how to rally rally the troops a little bit better. Yeah, I'm trying to think on like advice on engagement. I'm kind of drawing a blank. Because, um, I mean, obviously, like getting new people to try powerlifting is probably about you know, to compete mm -hmm. in a meet with a singlet on, and you gotta pay money to do it, and you gotta show up mm -hmm. early in the morning, and everyone there is like game face, and you know, it can be kind of intimidating, <laughs> you know, the warm up room. Um, Maddie, how have you gotten your, is it, I mean, I'm just curious. You mean as far as the clients? Yeah, or just how have you kind of gotten people to step Most, out of their comfort zone? You got a tough thing because it's free, right? Hey, you wanna meet me? They, you know, they're coming in here and paying me in advance. So oh, that's a I good got a good point. shot at them showing up. 
I've thought about that too. Yeah, Get maybe make like a uh, yeah, like a newsletter. Like well, a, I have thought about like creating like a social club that's like a membership club. Yeah. That so then I mean like it wouldn't have three hundred members, right. right? A lot of those people would drop off because they're not that motivated. Right. But I think once you, I think that's a good point. Once you're paying for something. But not, maybe they wouldn't have to pay. Maybe if you said if you do this with me, I'm going to highlight it in my and you're going to because people love to see their their hear about themselves. I don't know if that would work. Well, I'm going to highlight our little, ro- our little yeah. rock. Yeah. Our, I'm going to feature you in my rock climb thing. One of my, actually, it's funny you should say that. It's almost like you read my mind because <laughs> one of the ideas that I have for um, content in 2018 is I'm getting more into doing videos as well. Like Smart. historically, it's been mostly you know stories and pictures and stuff, and I'm trying to do more videos. And one of the ideas I have is kind of I'm loosely calling it like my first time or I never because you know that's it's cheeky, but. But also, like, asking people, like, okay, what's something that you've always wanted to try? In this case, like, physical activity of some sort. Yeah. Um, so whether that's, you know, run a 5K or you've always wanted to, yeah, try lifting or you've always wanted to, you know, um, try yoga or whatever. And then I would say, so say you were like, oh, I've always wanted to, you know, I've always wanted to try aerial yoga. That's been your dream. And you haven't gone for whatever reason. You've been hesitating. And I'm going to be, like, your fitness wingman. And so I will reach uh, out to an aerial yoga studio and say, like, hey, can you hook us up with a couple classes, you know, for this person? And then we will go together. We will take this class together. Hopefully, you know, get you in the beginning being like, oh, my name is Matt and I've never done aerial yoga before. You know, here we are at such and such studio. Go try it. And hopefully, you know, I video you while you're taking the class and hopefully you're having a good time and you're laughing and maybe you're making jokes and being silly, but also trying it. Right. You show someone maybe messing up a little bit and then they sure. finally get it right. And exactly. then you see the difference of like, oh, they messed up and they're still laughing. Exactly. And then hopefully at the end of it, your thoughts are something along the lines of, whoa, like this one part was harder than I thought. This other part was easier. I didn't think I could do this, but I did. And this part I kind of struggled with, but it was still fun. I'm glad I came. You know, I'm so glad I did this. And that, you know, that person's experience, because after a while, me talking about my experience with stuff, like nobody nobody wants to listen to me talking about stuff all the time. Sure. Um, I mean, I think I'm lovely, but like <laughs> after a while, my perspective gets old. And, and so having somebody else's perspective who's genuinely trying something for the first time and seeing them, but then also like they are fit main readers right so hopefully their experience somebody will ro- watch the video and be like oh like I relate to that person um, who's trying this thing and so I'm hoping to do something like that which is exactly what you were just talking about, right. about. like that might work I, yeah. think it, I think it will I think I think it would be good and I, I'm actually um, hoping to set up a few of those um, the beginning of 2018 I bet so. you get a lot of bites yeah you want to try aerial yoga Maddie no but I'll read about it <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd play well on video. <laughs> I think that'd be a good experience. I'd be an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things that I think is really cool about what Fitmain is, is it's really more, you created a brand. Like you've created, I saw you had a Fitmain shirt on. I do. Like you've created this, it's a thing. Like Dynamax is more than a gym. There's a Dynamax Instagram, there's Dynamax merch, there's Dynamax protein, there's... Check out one of the protein drinks. shakes right now. Um, How do you like it? I like it. Good. Dude, yeah. The cocoa is pretty well, good, Well, I like right? that it's handy that you can just shake it right yeah. in the... In the bottle too. Yeah, no, I guess that is kind of a unique thing. No shelf life. Single sir. Yeah, there you go. Um, but what I wanted to ask was, so you cr- you created a brand, and you said you've been doing it for like two and a half years or so. What was the hardest part? Like, was the was it really tough in the beginning, or were you really excited out the gate, and then you kind of lost some steam, and you're slowly picking stuff up? Are you struggling now to create more content? You know, as a woman who's created a brand in Maine for fitness, 
What was, what's been the hardest part? Yeah, that's a great question because I think we were talking about this a little bit earlier um, off the record where we were kind of talking about like, you know, creating a podcast or a blog or whatever and trying to, to sustain it over time. It seems really easy when you first start something like, oh yeah, I'll do this thing once a week or once a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe the few times you do it, it is easy, but after a while sustaining that regularity and that's really important when you're creating a brand, right? right. And whether it's a podcast or a blog or a video series. Um, and so that, that certainly has... Um, been been semi-challenging there certainly last summer I was like I had like five jobs and was trying to like manage everything like just you know doing work that to, to pay the bills and Fitmain kind of fell off the radar because you know it was the one thing that like if I didn't do I would notice right but nobody else would well I hope readers notice but I bet they did but yeah but yeah so it kind of it kind of went on the back burner and I was really mad at myself at the end of the summer I just that I let it go on the back burner because, you know, I started it when I had a full-time job and I was making money doing other things. And this was just sort of like a side project. And now I want FitMain to be my full-time gig. I want it to be my job. I want to be able to do that full-time. And so right now the biggest challenge is, and I I found a balance too between, I make money doing freelance writing and editing. So that's how I pay the bills. And it's great because I love that work, but it also affords me more time to make sure that I'm making FitMain a priority. Yeah. But it's also really hard, right, when you're doing something that doesn't create revenue or isn't creating re- revenue right now. And so you're putting, you know, it, it, having a website isn't that costly because there's not a lot of overhead. Right. But still, it's your time and your time is it's worth valuable. money. Absolutely. And so I str- my biggest struggle right now that I've been struggling with for months is how long can I keep doing this if it's not profitable in some way right now I do it because I love it like right. I genuinely enjoy it I enjoy the excuse to go out and try new stuff I love writing it and taking pictures I love posting something on social media and having people tag each other in it like, yeah. to show each other and be like Susie this is what you were talking about or you know Jill yeah, this is this something yeah. exactly and I love God last uh, last spring I had gone on a hike and posted it about it on Instagram and some woman had commented on Instagram and she was like, where's this hike? Is it, is it kid and dog friendly? And I was like, yeah, actually I'm here right now and there's a dog and mm-hmm. kids. And she was like, cool. And the next day she posted herself cause there's part of the trail opens up and there's, you know, it's coastal so you can see the water and there's a bench and it's just gorgeous. Yeah. And so she, that's the photo-esque. picture I had posted very photo-esque. That's the picture I, I posted, and the very next day, she posted a picture of herself sitting in that same bench, must have hit tagged me in it, and was just like, thank you so much for sharing this. Like, I actually live in the area and didn't even know this was here, or this particular hike was there. And to me, that I'm like, I can run on that for that must, a month. I was going to say, that must feel better than even if you had monetized it, and it was a picture of her wearing a FitMate yeah. sweatshirt or something. Like oh, that's gonna. I love home. it when people buy Fitmain shirts, though. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, true. I mean, I can. That's very fueling. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's sort of the like what why I do it now, even though it doesn't. It's not profitable, and it's not my job. But on the other hand, it's like how long can that last? So have you is have you monetized other than the t-shirts? Have you monetized it? No, I struggle with asking people for money. Right. I'm actually. If you guys have any tips on that, um, I'm I'm open if anyone because I I think. You know, my my previous work has been in editorial where there was a sales team that went out and, like, did the asking for money thing. Right. Where I just did the writing and money magically appeared in my bank account, right? Right, yeah. Um, And the work that I'm doing now, I'm I'm still operating in that same way, right? But I don't have a sales team. So I need to be the sales team. And I've never been a salesperson. I love FitMain. I feel like I can rave about its, you know, amazing qualities. But it's hard to close. So the cows get home. But then actually, you know, you know, 
figuring out how to monetize it or get sponsors or advertisers or collaborators on you know the video project that I just mentioned somebody collaborate on something like that it'd be cool so it's like in my immediate plan to get on that right like stop procrastinating that part have you heard of twitch no so youtube um you've obviously heard of youtube yes so if you get over a thousand views on you on a youtube video i think you can make 10 cents or dollar or something you can monetize youtube by if you get enough views basically because advertisers will say well, hey, this is, you know, 10,000 people are watching this and, you know, it's 900 people a day. We want to put our Burger King ad on it or yeah. our Sprite ad or our Rogue Fitness ad or whatever it may be. Um, they've recently demonetized it. So it's basically much more difficult to make money off it. But there before, if you had a million views on a video, you might make a couple grand. Wow. Um, so Twitch is a new online platform and I think it's mostly used for, like, gamers. Who like want to show their like their Call of Duty scores or whatever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the way that it works is people who enjoy watching it will donate a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. And I guess what I'm thinking is like, what if you and it's usually live streamed? Like everything's live streamed. It's not like a YouTube video that's uploaded. It, like the intent, you're gonna make all the money when it's live streaming. Because um, you know, say like you were hiking on a trail or something, and Matt Relson's like. Oh, here's a, here's a two dollar tip. Can you take a picture of the top for me? And you're like, oh, hey, man, it's real. So thanks for the tip. And people get that like weird wow. engagement. So I think that I mean, with the type like you make content, like content is your product, right? I feel like that's what, and not that I've done this, but I feel like that's what you should almost try to do is like find a way to monetize. Like, don't do anything different, but just how do you make money off what you're already doing? Right. You know, you already enjoy it. The passion is obviously there. Um, you just got to find a way to, and there's a million ways to make money, right? It's America. Right. Um, I would look into that. Look into Twitch. I will. Thank you for that. Um, you got a cell phone. You know, maybe you live stream a aerial yoga class and you talk about like, oh man, this is tough. Like, I thought this would be easy, but it's harder. Maybe you live stream uh, your first powerlifting meet and you're like, you know, going into this, I was scared, but this is a really great place, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, and just that feedback, you know, you, you got to plant the seed. Girl. Yeah, I'm uh, like, no, that's an awesome idea. I've heard there's a, a site called Patreon, which is sort of similar. It's like crowdfunding, but um, instead of it being, you know, normally people crowdfund because they're like, I'm going to open up this new gym, so I need to raise $250,000 or whatever. And mm -hmm. so here's my goal, and here's the day we're going to have it by, and blah, blah, blah. Whereas Patreon is for people who already are creating something. So they're going to be creating the thing, you know, they're already doing it, they're already you know, creating the games, they're already making the art, making the music, what, blogging, writing, and you pay them to, um, or basically people will pay you like $5 a month to continue to support what you're doing. But they don't have the live stream feature, which mm -hmm. I find very interesting. But it's a yeah. similar kind of concept of asking people to support you doing what you're already doing. Does their name stay on your blog? Yeah, I think, yeah. You so can, it's like an ad. Yeah, so you would have like a profile on it, right? And, and so... On the on the Patreon page, it shows like all of your like patrons, and yeah, stuff, whatever, okay. yeah. yeah. But even then, like I, I, one of my neighbors was like, "You need." She's the one who told me about it. She's like, "You need to do that." And I was like, "Oh my god, that sounds amazing! I'm totally gonna do that." And that was like a year ago, and I'm like, mm -hmm. "Ah, asking people for money is very difficult." It is so that way. You just you don't or and you're not asking someone if you're like, "Hey, I want to do this thing, and I need five hundred dollars." Right. You know, <laughs> you're like, you know, I'm gonna get one dollar from. 75 different people mm -hmm. 
uh, six times today, yeah, or something like that. I don't know. I think that I mean that was w- before we did the podcast. I like kind of toyed around with making a vlog. Yeah, and you know cameras are expensive, and I don't know how to edit anything. And this seems this just seemed more appropriate. But I think that I think that's something you should, should look into. No, I will as soon as I get home tonight. Actually, <laughs> thanks. Um, so on top of clearly having a passion for fit Maine and fitness, it seems like you have a big passion for the state of Maine itself. Are you from Maine? Oh hell yeah! Uh, no, I'm not. I'm actually, and maybe you can tell by my nasally pronunciations. Um, I'm from Illinois originally, okay. so um, I moved out to Maine about 12 years ago. Celebrated my 12-year Maine anniversary in September, mm-hmm. um, and, and I I lucked out. Truly, I, I kind of picked New England. You know, I, I was trying to move my cheese essentially in Illinois. I, I was at a place <laughs> in my life where I was like, I just kind of need to change the scenery, and I figured like, where in the U.S. can I move? And I kind of vaguely, not knowing really much about any of these places other than you know what I see on TV or whatever. I was like, New England seems like my kind of place, like. I've watched Cider House Rules, right? I know everything. <laughs> um, but really, though, like I, I only had like an idea of New England. I had never been to New England before. So I got a travel guide from the library about New England and was flipping through it, and there was a chapter on a place called Portland, Maine, and I had never heard of it. But I Google image searched it, and the pictures looked nice. Incredible. So I drove out for a couple of days and wandered around. I remember like walking around the Back Cove and on Commercial Street, of course, and stuff, whatever, and just being like, yeah, this place looks cool. I think I will come here. And, you know, the risk of doing something like that is a place, like if you have an idealized version of a place, of it falling flat in terms of your expectations. And I have to say, like, the opposite's been true. Like, like, the change of scenery was certainly great, but the stuff that I've, like, I moved to Maine and people would be, like, when I first moved here, I managed to, like, bump into, I rented a room on the East End. And one of the women who uh, lived there as well was like, oh, hey, you can come hang out with my friends. And her friends were like, hey, we're going to go mountain biking this weekend. Want to come? And I'm like, I've never been mountain biking. I don't I haven't been on a bicycle in 15 years. (laughs) And they were like, well, here, you can borrow you can borrow so and so's. Come with us. And then somebody else was like, hey, I'm going surfing this weekend. Do you want to? And I was like, I have never really been in the ocean. I like Michigan. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. and, and, you know, I've never surfed before. I, like, would have no idea. And they were like, well, we'll just kind of teach you and we'll just show you. And I end up meeting all these people who went hiking and paddleboarding and kayaking and mountain biking and did all this great stuff outdoors. Um, and then, of course, along with that was this explosion of fitness, right? You know, these everything from, like, the mud runs and, you know, um, all these, like, fun, like, the stuff that I like where you, like, dress up in costume and you go, like, skiing or something. The turkey trots. Totally. If there's, like, beer or, like, donuts at the end, I also find that very motivating. Mm -hmm. But all that stuff happened as well over the course of the last decade or so, you know? And so all of a sudden, like, I met all these people who were willing to, like, who were passionate about stuff and who were willing to, like, invite me along as a novice and show me and lend me equipment and stuff. And so by that, not only have I gotten appreciation for the people here who were like supremely cool and like invited me in and made me feel very welcome, but also like got an immense exposure to like all the things you can do in here, do here, which I think has built my confidence. So like now I'm the person who's like, you come with me. You've never tried that before. I'll take you. Like, let's go together. You want people to have that same experience. And yeah. Paying it forward. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I would not have guessed that you weren't from Maine. Just be the passion makes it seem like you've been here blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. you know? Well, I know there's a rule, right, where you can't call yourself a Mainer unless, like, ten generations have lived and died no. on that soil, but I'm a Mainer in my heart, even if, like, when I first started, uh, like, um, working at a website, I worked at maintoday.com, and I used to say maintoday.com. 
and my coworker was like, you need to, you need to back that down. She was like, say like the word calm. I'm like, mainToday.com. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I guess I hear it now. Like um have you been to the Freiburg Fair? Oh yes. Okay. Uh, just make a chair. Have you had Moxie? I not only have been to the Freiburg Fair, I have thrice competed in the skillet toss comp- competition. <laughs> which is my it's the same day as Wood- Woodsman's Day. Yep. So it was that first Monday, yep. and that's my favorite. Also, do you know what they have there that I love? Fried bologna sandwiches. I did not know that. They are massive. <laughs> I, so I grew up on fried bologna. Like it was something that my dad ate when he was younger. Is the whole so sandwich got, fried or just the bologna? Just the bologna. Okay. And theirs is like this thick, I mean, it's like as thick as a hockey puck and as mm-hmm. big as a pancake, like around. And I remember seeing the sign. And of course, I'd by this time, I'd already eaten like 18 pounds of food. Yeah. But I saw the sign. And I was like, must have fried bologna. So I went up and, and the guy, and I was like, oh, so you're just going to, he's like, yeah, I fried up. It's on this like hoagie roll kind of bun and he's like and I was like okay does anything else come on it and he's like well after I fry it he's like you can get veggies on it and I'm like oh that's weird okay like I don't remember ever eating fried bologna with vegetables on it but cool and so the guy fries it up hands it to me and I was like and I there's nothing on it I was like oh veggies and he nods over you know gestures over to the condiment table and I'm like those aren't those aren't veggie like I guess they're from veggies <laughs> There's like vegetables involved, vegetable? <laughs> but but yeah, I love the fiber fair. Um, have you had moxie? Yes. What'd you think? I actually like it. My okay, I'm so I'm so main right now because the first time I had moxie was at the moxie festival, and I had a moxie float while wearing a moxie shirt outside the moxie paraphernalia store. Wow. So it was like moxie ice cream in moxie with the moxie shirt at the moxie festival. Like it was full on. Do you like Moxie? I like Moxie. Yeah, every now yeah. and then I'll... I don't, I don't think I've had it in like five years. It's not something I go out of my way to have, yeah. but if it's available, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. i got to do it because it is. It's just a main-rooted thing. Yeah. Um, so speaking of main-rooted things, you've tried, you've tried lots of different fitness things, and you've obviously had to go outside of your comfort zone. One thing that I've... Something that I want to try, and I, I guess it kind of is fitnessy because there's a lot of walking and climbing and stuff like that involved. Have you ever tried hunting? No, I haven't. But actually, it's funny you should say that because I was just talking with a friend today about I found this woman who I honestly don't remember. It was like she was up in the Bangor area, I believe, and like has a hunting cap. Has been uh, teaching hunters or leading hunters for you know a couple of decades. But apparently, she does like a, a woman's weekend thing where like women can come up and. And kind of get the lay of the land, I guess, um, it, which sounded kind of interesting to me. Um, so no, I haven't. I haven't ever done it. I have, you know, shot guns before. Mm-hmm. I'm not well versed in it, but I felt like it was a, a skill that I should know, just in case I'm ever confronted with a gun. I want to know how to use it safely and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a tool. But yeah, I've never. So other than like skeet shooting, right? In terms of well, like, you can go bird hunting, then. shooting for a target. Yeah, exactly. As long as the bird like always flies in the exact same spot. And there's a red disc. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and pauses for yeah. a bit before it starts flying away. Yeah, I was hoping that when I asked that, you wouldn't be uh, like a hardcore vegan or anything. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I knew she wasn't a vegan. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Wait, did you not hear the, the fried bologna? I mean, admittedly, I am. I have immensely decreased the amount of eat, meat that I eat just because I want to and mm-hmm. it's good for the environment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but no, I still still will eat a fried bologna sandwich at the Freiburg Fair, um, and also recognize you know Maine is a huge hunting state, and I, I respect for that. Um, yeah, hunting, fishing—I mean, it's a huge, obviously a huge part of it. Um, and then if you were obviously hunting your own meat, you wouldn't have to worry about you know the bad uh, 
you know, that the environmental concerns, you know, hunt, there's a reason that people hunt deer and there's a reason that they have tags and you can only get so many. It actually helps control the population. And then you'd obviously know exactly where it came from. You get it from your freezer. That's why I want to do it. I so just, have you, have you ever? No, I've never hunted. I don't have my hunter safety. I'd like, I'd like to do it. There's a place in gray. I can't think of the name of it. Howells maybe? Yes. Where you can, um, they'll, it's an they indoor, teach yeah, it's an indoor shooting range. I mean, I couldn't, if I had a, if I had a gun, I'd be better off throwing it at the deer. I cannot shoot. <laughs> I was never taught. Um, so I, I, that's something that I really want to learn. I think that's going to be one of the next like new things. I, it's not like fitness per se, but like outdoorsman fit, fitness, main hiking. Like it kind of all blends into one. Your mainer. Well, it's interesting too because I think that you know like, you're familiar with Bill Green, obviously. Oh yeah. His, his like uh, Bill Green's main or whatever, and his. You I know, used to or Bill Green's main. Bill, Green, Bill Green's daughter went to UMaine, and uh, someone I knew knew her, and I remember like going to their apartment once, and he was there. And were like, you like? Oh, it's Bill Green. Bill Green. Did you play it cool or? I was totally like. Bill Green. Oh, for us, little uh, what's it called when you uh, see a celebrity and freeze Starstruck. Out. Starstruck, yeah. exactly. As weird as that is, you know, it's Bill Green, but yeah. No, but still, yeah. I mean, it's it's a legit uh, experience. But yeah, I, I always think of like when I watch his show and stuff, whatever, and he does such a great ho- uh, job of like highlighting. That's a lot of like young athletes too, which I think is cool, whatever. But like out- outdoors people, you know, and the outdoors of like, you know, canoeing the Allagash and, and fly fishing and all that kind of stuff. But then Fit Main, I think. I was going to say, what you on, have is kind of similar to Bill Green's of Maine. But it's like, well, but it's it's the same kind of concept, but we're kind of talking about like these, d- pe- the way people enjoy Maine and the Maine outdoors, whatever. And there's many different ways, but I think Bill speaks to. You know the 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 outdoors person and the the hunter and the canoeist and um, you know the sharpshooter and and I'm talking to like the paddleboard yoga person and he he does or the that hiker. too yeah he does um, I don't know that I've ever seen Bill yeah, Green do it yeah it would be good if he did paddleboard yoga class I think but I think like both of these you know kind of these audiences ex- coexist yeah. right and yeah. there's lots of overlap and whatever he should do more of that overlap I'm gonna send him an email paddleboard yoga Bill yeah. Get on it. Powerlifting. Powerlifting, too. Powerlifting. Actually, that would be pretty badass. Powerlifting outside? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a paddleboard? Whoa. Now we're pushing it. Uh, Maddie's told the story a few times in here. Have you been to OOB? OOB? Yes. Old Orchard Beach? Of course. There used to be a... I mean, you tell the story much better, but there used to be a tug-of-war contest that happened out, like, on the beach in front of the bars, and you'd have a team that, you know, you have a team, you got 3,000 pounds worth of dudes, got... Or, guys and girls and they compete and he said that there was like thousands of people that would show up mm. we gotta get that going again how cool would that be that sounds amazing i know what uh it was with uh marty joyce uh mm-hmm. old school yeah. kind of main strength legend that we had on here i was talking about it, and it's like how does that not happen now like that how, yeah how long ago did well miller start, light you know? would come up and sponsor it yeah uh the beer company and uh, tom heinson you know him Mm-mm. the guy that announces the celtics no. Sports yeah. references. <laughs> well, anyway, he was the coach of the Celtics at the time, and, they, and he was also on the Miller Lite commercials. So that was the big draw. Because cool. he would come up and sort of run it. He mostly got... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over your beach, yeah. and that's what we'd like to do there. Yeah. But um, that, that was yeah. the draw. They had well, a, big, so you know, a big can, inflated Miller Lite can. And but and I, I think that speaks to something, too, that I think we're, we're circling back around to again. This Where I think maybe in the, in the 90s and in the aughts, which nobody says that, the thousands, whatever. Uh, um, I was gonna say I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, 
the, uh, like somebody has decided that like the decade you know of 2000 to 2000 and um, oh, nine. Uh, no, oh nine yeah would be the aughts I didn't know that but everyone's no one uses that word so anyway but that that oh, exercise or physical fitness had to be had to be hurtful and agonizing and unpleasant and you yeah. had to hate it the whole time yeah. we're like like there was a time like when you're a kid right mm-hmm. or back in the day before we had like all of the like technology and stuff we do like you just by nature of living by like moving about in the world you were like riding your bike or you were walking to your friend's house or you were you know jogging or hiking or just just living and just by default almost you were being active and, and then we got to a place where we were, like, totally inactive, so we had to, like, build it into these, like, you know, the, the hour on the treadmill at the gym, which some people like. I happen to not. Um, I although I did love when Planet Fitness came and they had the TVs because I didn't have cable at home. So I would get on there and I would, like, try to jog for, like, at least as long enough so I could watch a full episode of that. Oh, shoot, it was a Lifetime show about, like, women who killed people. I figured the name of it. Yeah. But it was hilarious. I know what you're talking about. It was hilarious because it would always Black be like, Widows or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like it, the the reason why I it's not hilarious. Murder is not funny. But the reason why I thought it was hilarious was because you watch a crime show and it's like if a guy kills somebody and it was like this guy is evil, he killed somebody. But on the show cuz it aired on Lifetime, it would be like this woman killed her husband, but he made her do it cuz he was a jerk. And the portrayals were worse cuz they showed the, the people portraying the murderers. The reenactment. Then they show the person in prison, they weren't even close, right? right? They're not even, you know. So I guess I guess but yeah, like we're we're doing a tug of war on a beach you know what I mean where everyone's just like having a good time and whatever where it's like you're doing something physical but it's like fun no one's thinking like oh it's exercise I hate this they're just having a good time yeah there's a huge like cultural thing right now that if you're not you know waking up at three in the morning and working your ass off until midnight and you know killing yourself in the gym that you're not working hard yeah that's just not we gotta get away from it it's not a a good uh, not a good stereotype or a thing so with all the facets of fitness that you're in you know with it with cycling and lifting at the iron wheel and the yoga and everything do you have specific fit specific fitness goals like I do like is it like to get on a bodybuilding stage or to what is it um well <laughs> when i first started at iron wheel you know admittedly i had i had came in with the same goals that that i suspect a lot of people did where I was just like, you know, I want my pants to fit better, and I want to like jiggle in the middle a little less, <laughs> you know, whatever. And and I, I suspect that's common for a lot of people, where it's mostly about like, you know, your your physical appearance and stuff, and wanting to to be slenderer or not weigh as much or whatever. M- weight to me has never been been the problem or whatever, but it was just like, yeah, like I want to like jiggle less, I guess. <laughs> and and then we kept talking, and then I was like, wait, no, circle back to that goals question. I was like, I would like to have a butt. Like, I just want, like, a butt. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but I, I always had, like, a flat butt. And so I was like, I want a butt. So that was a goal. But I moved past that, which I said kind of jokingly, but was also kind of true. But now I definitely have a hashtag pull-up goal. Because I would like to be able to... I had a gym teacher in high school who I remember said... She was like, everyone should be able to do a pull-up. You never know when you're going to be, like, dangling off the edge of a cliff and have to pull your body up. You never She's know. She's like, you only need to be able to do it once. Because, right, in emergency, in theory. And I remember at the time being like, that's a horrifying thing to say. Well, to you're doing rock climbing. 16-year-olds. So, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm starting to get into rock climbing. So, um, which is another, like, pushing boundaries thing. Because right. heights are scary. Mm-hmm. 
But so I definitely have have pull up goals. But I think now my you know I started at Iron Will and it was more about like physique and stuff, whatever, and like the physical kind of like what does it look like physically on your body. And being like, oh, I want to have those cool rounded shoulders that you see people, like women who lift or whatever, and they've got those cool shoulders and stuff. Um, and now it's more like, well, I want to be able to actually do these certain things. Like, I'll be able to, like, lift my own body weight. I want to be able to do, like, many push-ups. I can do a few now. I'm getting better. Um, like the full-on ones with your elbows in, which are way harder than your elbow-out ones that I've been doing for years. Um, so now my goals are starting to change to, like, my ability to be functional, you know? like be able to do stuff I have no desire to be on a stage and pose or whatever like that's not at all part of my my game plan in terms of you know like showcasing and stuff mm -hmm. um, or competing on that level or whatever I find the idea of competing for weight to be much more appealing I think that's cool what are the chances we get you to try a barrel if you meet I would do it Christmas the women's or the Christmas yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas meet would be well, good I, yeah I, I wrote down the dates of both Christmas meat's good because you can kind of learn. Low pressure. Exactly. Learn as you go. You don't have to buy a singlet. You won't have to get APF card. You, you know, to Lift like, as you are. Yeah, exactly. You, so, as, as I mean, you we obviously hung out earlier today and did a, did a workout. So, you know that, like, I'm super novice when it comes yep. to, like, you know, the That's form. That's what this and meat's about. So, and that would be okay that I came oh, yeah. and It would be a learning experience. Really it's doing. not a competition. It's a it's a learning. Yeah, it's a half of a, half of it's a social event for... Most of the people there, there will be a few people probably trying to lift heavy, and but there's a lot of people that go and it's their first time, and you know before they spend ninety dollars and travel somewhere, you know maybe if they're coming down for Bangor and they don't want to spend, you know eighty bucks or whatever to do a meet, they just try it out, and if they love it, then they know that they can what to focus on, and if they don't like it, well you keep going, you know, um, so it's a learning experience and if you you know if you told uh, Scott or Corey whoever you're training with at the Iron Well you don't say hey I'm thinking about doing a powerlifting meet they say okay we'll get make sure you got squat bench and dead down yeah you could do it um, would I need to come in knowing my because what's that the first weight you lift right where you're starting off your opener your opener so you kind of need to see I'm learning stuff here I'm learning the lingo yeah we get these little cards and you just give us your opener on each so I would have to know what that is obviously yeah but you can come here and grab a workout with him again and he'll tell you what you should do yeah okay. we'll do I mean we could do an actual a squat workout with a real squat you do bar. all three in one workout yeah and get a night get a sense you know we'd hit like you know say we do all three and your openers might be like 10 pounds more than those. Because you're not going to be, well, you will be doing all three, but we, you wouldn't have as many working sets, you know. Yeah. You're not going to meet. Just warming up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. I'm totally in. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're approaching the 50-minute uh, hour mark here. Um, do you have, I mean, we've been kind of talking about FitMain the whole time, but do you have anything that you'd like to plug you know, thank you very much for coming on here. Yeah, we really you. appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, do you have, like, any events that your, you know, FitMain is excited to be doing soon? or? Well, so, like, I would say, you know, definitely, you mentioned earlier, like, Facebook and Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, uh, FitMain for both of them, um, to follow there. And, and yes, there, FitMain is a website, and it's you mentioned kind of earlier that, you know, what was FitMain beyond the Instagram? And I actually bumped into a lot of people who are like, oh, I followed you on Instagram and didn't know that there was like an actual website behind it. Like, right. it's really the website first and all those other channels are meant to kind of bring you, you know, back, bring you back or whatever. But Instagram does a really bad job of that, right? Yeah. Like, they don't make it easy for you to like link back to something. I think both social gone. media is like that now. Yeah. yeah. Well, Facebook's nice because like Facebook, like, right, clicks right on through. But Instagram, you're like, link in bio. Like, no one's going to your bio. And half the time the link doesn't work. Well, half the time I forget that like I've left another link up there somewhere. Like, 
Yeah. So right now my bio is probably promoting something from like five months ago that I forgot to update. But um, but I do have a newsletter as well that you can sign up for that I send out every Thursday that has a roundup of like all the recent content, cool stuff to do, and events and that kind of stuff as well. But also like if you are interested in that idea of um, you know, like going where I go or, you know, us creating like a social club and stuff, whatever, check out the FitMain community page. That's what's called on Facebook. So there's Face or there's FitMain's Facebook page, but then there's also a page called the FitMain um, community page. So is FitMain FitMain's one word, right? Um, on Facebook it's two. Okay. So you would search for it as as two, whatever. Um, and you'll see my cool FitMain shirt um, as the as the thumbnail. But um but yeah, and that's a place that I'm hoping to grow. Um, so if you're looking to like connect with other people who are doing active stuff, whatever, that would be the place. Um, and that's where I want to start kind of, yeah, figuring out how to like really create something where we can start maybe doing something a couple times a month and that we're, it would be something new maybe each time. Um, and maybe that will grow into something that's like a membership thing. Um, but for right now, it's just sort of gauging interest. Mm -hmm. um, seeing that. And if you have any interest in, when I was talking about the My First Time video series of... Um, there's something you wanted to do, you know, like message me. Like I respond to all the Facebook and um, my email address is Shannon at fitmain.com, which you can also find on the website. Shannon with an O. Shannon with an O and an S-H. Yes. And a <laughs> few ends in there. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, so you can, you know, reach out to me or whatever, because I want to start connecting people with the stuff they really want to do. Like really that's the whole mission of, of the site and the brand is, um, yes, it should be fun, but ultimately like I want to help people go do fun stuff, have great experiences, do things that are like worth bragging about on Instagram or whatever. And in the process, you're exercising your body and that's great. So you're doing something good for yourself, but it's not, it's also about, you know, creating cool memories and, and having friends, having great adventures and meeting new people. Exactly. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah definitely check out fitmain.com. It's a really well put together website. Super easy to use. I'd love the calendar feature on there. Um, this has been great. Thank this, you. This is the first guest that I've brought on that I'd never met prior to oh, really? coming on. So, we got to typically it's you know Maddie brings someone on, maybe I haven't met him. One of us knows him. So yeah, yeah so thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you very much. It's been a great, and hope to see you back here lifting some clanging and banging. I'm right? gonna be here. I'm gonna. I I might. You gotta grab might, one. That competitive that. instinct in me has been, I think, laying low for many years, and maybe it's time it came out. You gotta grab it? one with him just before that meet. Okay, yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah, because I need. I want to know those. Just do all three and, lifts. And also, just I've done. I actually, I don't think I've ever bench pressed before. Really? <laughs> so you better come and do one. Yeah, okay. So maybe. Well, maybe we'll start. I with, won't wait till. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm. Let's not make like, the first one in the meet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> first one ever. Yeah. Every every everyone's a PR. The bars a PR. Yeah. So I lift it with one arm, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so fitmain.com, and so the Christmas meet is December 15th. The yeah, women's meet. March 10th. March 10th. Sign up for that. That's sign up soon, up. ladies. Yeah, you got to sign up quick on that. It was filling up really fast. I mean, it, it opened like two days ago. Maybe we'll get coverage. Maybe we'll get some coverage. Get some coverage. You should come at least watch that. No, I definitely. Yeah, I, okay. I took a photo of the... That's my filing system. Oh, to, put okay. it on, to put it on my calendar. Yeah. And as the very final last words, what did you think of that protein shake you were drinking? I liked it. I actually, I was, I kept, I was afraid to take a sip. Also, I did a lot of talking over the last hour, as you may have noticed. I'm good at talking. <laughs> That's um, why we brought you. So I kept, I was, I started to take a sip and then I was like, wait, no, I want to say something. <laughs> but I like it. I'm a big, I grew up on chocolate milk. That chocolate milk was like my jam. And mm -hmm. I don't really drink a whole lot of chocolate milk anymore because, right, like chocolate milk. 
sugars and stuff yeah. and whatever. Um, my mom yells about like animal products all the time, whatever. Um, but but no, I like this stuff because as I mentioned to you, I, I'm not eating as much meat as I used to, which I feel really good about. But I'm also trying to be aware of like making sure I'm getting all the right nutrients and all that good stuff. So I like this. It reminded me of that of the chocolate milk, but also is helping, but better. helping getting my protein levels at a par that needs to be as I build my muscles. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you again. Yeah. All right. Good night, everyone.